top, 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 top of the morning to ya. This is your girl, Alfreda. We gonna chop, 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 chop this morning. Because listen to me. This morning is Thinking Thursday. OMG, Thinking Thursday. Wherever you are, if you're riding in your car, if you're chilling at your crib, if you're walking around in a building where you are employed, if you're sitting at your desk, because most jobs require one or two things. You're going to sit down or stand up. So whichever one you're doing, I want to come in and spend a little time with you this morning. Is that all right? Can we just hang out and I can spend a little time with you? I want to come into your world this morning with WDGS on your podcast station. On this Thinking Thursday, let me tell you something. I, we got to talk about the mind. This is mind-blowing. I hope you all hang in here with me, and I'm going to say this, and I utterly mean it. I do not plan to be long because I have some things on my agenda to do. But I got to say this about the mind. The mind, you know, for so long, we heard that cliche, the mind is a terrible thing to waste. And may I say, absolutely, hello, it's truly a terrible thing to waste. The mind, it is like a miracle. The mind is mighty, it's mastering, it's motivating is maintaining. The mind maintains a lot of other of our body parts. Listen to me. I hope y'all grab this. The arm cannot move, the hand, the leg, the eyes to open, nothing except our mind orchestrates the direction of what we need to do. The mind tells us to sit down. The mind tells us to stand up, speak, be quiet. That's why, listen, it's a scripture that says, guard your thoughts. You got to learn how to guard your thoughts. That's the most precious thing. You know, when, when, when something is being guarded, and I'll put the scripture in my footnotes, guard your thoughts. When something is being guarded, you know what happens? That's because most of the time it's for a good reason or a bad reason. It's for value. It's for, it's for protection. Well, I hope somebody grabbed this. You must learn diligently how to guard your thoughts. I'm telling you, it's a powerful weapon. Your thoughts See, 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 they can choose to be messy and stressy. And if they either one of those, let me tell you what happened. You are damaging your own health. You are damaging your own body and you are damaging your own life. If you messy and stressy, this is what happens. Listen, I can speak to you because I know I have been stressing and I have to learn different things to not stress myself. Now, messy, that's not me because I'm too straight up. But I know stressing because this is what happens with me. I don't like to procrastinate about things. If I need to take care of business, let's take care of business and keep it moving. But then I can't control other people. So when they don't do that, it gets stressy for me. Oh, I hope somebody can grab this. We cannot control other people, but other people can control our conduct. Isn't that amazing? Because their actions can give us a reaction or a counteraction. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. But I want you to understand this. The mind is our thoughts. 
So many people get it, get it confused. I want you to get this now. The mind is our thoughts. It's totally separate from the brain. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. The mind and the brain is separate. The mind is our thoughts. The brain is that soft, cushiony, mushy, uh, uh, physical organ. It's an organ. That's what the brain is. It's, it's a body part. But inside of that brain, listen, check this out. That's where our thoughts come from. Our thoughts can actually be rewired. Our thoughts can re- be rewired and our thoughts can cause haywire. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. It can do both of those to our brain. And that's why sometimes people end up brain damaged. That's why sometimes people have strokes. That's why sometimes people have aneurysms because their thoughts have begun to take a damaging effect in the brain. I remember the first person I ever heard of had an aneurysm. And when the paramedics called to this place that I was, and they asked me, did I know this individual who was related to me? And I said, yes. And they asked me these other questions. Do you know if they ever did drugs or familiar with drugs? Because they was foaming at the mouth. But they said, we're going to take them to the emergency room. So they took them to the emergency room. And when the time myself and other family members got there, they said they had an aneurysm to the brain. And I remember the doctor speaking with that person's sisters. And they said... What is that? And and the doctor said it's like a balloon that is inside your brain. And the more pressure and thoughts that you add to it till it gets to an overload point and then it busts and it pops. And that's how the aneurysm activates. And I was thinking, wow, this is why we got to guard our thoughts, people. This is why you can't sit around and think of mean, cruel, evil, messy, stressy things. Because I'm telling you, it will affect your health as well as your wealth. It's damaging because anything affects our body. Listen, when it affects us in a way that we can't get out and do, I can't work the way I used to. And I may never will. But this is the thing. All of a lot of that stuff comes from what we go through when we younger. This is why, listen to me, young people, you have to get to that place to guard your thoughts. I'm going to give you a few suggestions this morning in ways to do that. But I got to ensure that you understand your thoughts and your brain are totally separate. Your brain It has been studied. Listen to this. That the more we practice. Oh, I hope somebody get this. Listen, get this, get this. The more we practice a new thinking habit, the more the same neurons in our brain will learn to work together and wire together. And that's according to a neuron scientist. So that's why I said the brain And the thinking is completely different. Our thoughts are completely separate from our brain. But we can control our thoughts. That our brain may not have so many headaches. That our brain may not be stressed out and frustrated. And one of the things that I want to say, you know, concerning on this Thinking Thursday, is simple. It's simple. There's a quote that a gentleman wrote, a direct quote that said, 
It's a direct willed mental activity. And it can clearly and systematic alter our brain function. See, we can alter things in our lives, people, if we just begin to practice certain things. And I'm going to give you certain things to practice. And, 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 and these things may help the way your mind perceive and think. Oh, on this thinking Thursday. But one of the things I want to say that I believe is the most damaging effect to all of our brains is, is when we exert energy in our thought process concerning other people's lives. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. I keep telling folks, stop looking over the fence. The more energy you spend worrying about what your mama did, your sister did, your daddy did, your brother did, your auntie, your sister. Let me tell you something. You are putting a neuron effect of thought in your process of your mind. Because I believe, this is my belief, each and every individual will have enough stuff to do individually on our plate every day, especially if you have a job. Even me, without being employed. Let me tell you something. There are things I can sit and do to try to keep my mind healthy. And one of those things is not worry about what I cannot change, which is other people. I've been waiting on somebody to do something since last week. And yeah, it keep coming up in my mind. Like why this person have not done this? Why have not that they, 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 they have not processed this payment? You know, cause I'm not a procrastinator. So this is what I'm saying. When other people don't do what I'm thinking they done did or anticipate for them to do, the longer they take, you know, it absorbs thought process in your mind because you be thinking, okay, well, I want this to happen. I want this to come out my bank account. I want this. You know, it's just like when you used to um, make a payment and you and you write a check. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. And then you keep checking your bank account because you keep waiting for the check to come through and process. And it's like every time you do that, you exerting energy. You're exerting energy waiting for somebody else to do something. And, I, and that's why if a person give me a check, a personal check, I try to hurry up and go ahead to the bank and cash it. I don't sit on people, uh, a, a check that somebody blessed me with. And that's because I don't want them to exert unnecessary energy out of their brain to keep checking their bank account to see if it's unclear. That's to me, that's 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 the indirect way of, of just agonizing somebody's life. And let me let me not let me not get it twisted. We all get busy. I'm just saying there are certain things, especially when there's matters of money. I always tell people when there's matters of money, you need to take care of that. You need to take care of that. And and, and so because money can throw people whole life off in a bad way. You know, you know, I know years ago, and I'm not gonna get too deep in this, in my employment, a girl she gave us a check for a security deposit. She didn't tell me because I was on vacation, but she told my assistant manager to hold a check. But my assistant manager, no, company policy, we don't hold checks. Company policy was to deposit money daily. We did not hold money. That, that, that was grounds for termination. They said anything could happen. The building could catch a fire. You weren't holding no money, and we didn't have this advancement that we got now. So they wanted to make sure deposits were made every day. So I'm out on Christmas vacation. I come back. The lady had the check. The person, my assistant, she gave me the stack of checks when I came back after New Year's to put in the computer because I was the only one doing the, the, the ledger, the money part at the time. So when I put in her security deposit, I just put it in. 
She said she gave my assistant manager put a sticky note on there to hold it. No, no, no. First off, you've been done living in an apartment a week. We don't hold no check, number one. But anyway, it got to a place she even filed a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. And this is what happened. See, this is what happened. It wasn't so much as I did anything unethical because our policies and procedures is on our lease agreement that she signed, that she read and understood. But this is what happened. She, her thought process, her thought process, this thinking Thursday, she did not sit down and think how to count up the cost. So therefore, when her check came through that bank, it threw off 10 other checks and she had an enormous uh, amount of uh, over over the limit fee and, and check return fees. So she had to go all the way back and dispute that one check in order for them as fraudulent for them to clear it. And this is the way she filed it with 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 the um, Better Business Bureau. But one thing as I counter filed and in, 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 in response it said fraudulent is when somebody take or steal unbeknowing she walked in here and gave us that check and here's the policies and procedure so I sent all that information to them and that cleared the company that I was working for from her you know trying to tag us in a wrong way but I want to say this to everybody that's listening when you got things to do, that's why the word of God said, don't be slow for it's so many scriptures about the way our mind process things and things. Don't be slow for in business. If you need to take care of something, go ahead and take care of it. You can eliminate this thinking out of your brain, affecting your neurons. Go ahead and do what's necessary to do, or at least be honest about what you need to do so you can help yourself from helping yourself not to damage your, your brain cells. Not to damage your health. Because whatever affect your thinking will affect your body. I hope y'all grab this. So I want to give you a few tips right quick. One is a scripture that I know has been instrumental to me. It's Philippians 4 and 8. And it's what you can do to cultivate a different way of thinking. And this way, when you do this, I promise you, this is what happens with me. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, begin to keep my heart and mind. How many of you know, because those two things nobody can see. Nobody can see your mind and your heart. They can see your eyes, your ears, your nose, all that other stuff. But on inside of you, whatever is on the inside of you, nobody can see that. And even with a brain surgeon, they can do little things that have waves that make sure you think thinking but exactly every thought you thinking they ain't got that exactly everything your heart is feeling they ain't got that that's why those are two body parts i'm always adamant about making sure you utilize them in a positive and constructive way how you process your feelings how you think make sure even if you got anxiety even if you stress that it's not gonna make you think angry it's not gonna make you think how to harm somebody and do somebody some harm we all get a little stressed but you can be stressed out and not sit down and think about how to harm somebody but these are 
the things what it says in Philippians 4 and 8. It says, finally, brethren. Brethren means to me those connected in the faith. So those of us who connected in the faith and we say we are true God believers, then that means we should practice these things right here. It says, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. And if there be any virtue and any praise, think on these things. And those things that I just named, which you can say, and this is what Paul said. Paul said in his writing, if you learn, receive, and you've heard and you've seen, do these things and a peace shall be with you. Let me tell you something, and I'm I'm not going to be that long. I'm about to wind it up. There are some things that we can really do to relax ourselves. This is all I'm saying. When we challenge our thoughts to think on the things I just named. I have sat down and said, let me sit down and write when it said, whatsoever things are lovely. I have sat down and wrote 10 things that I thought was lovely, like a field of flowers, you know. And when I start doing that, my mind starts trying to process lovely things. Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are true. I mean, you can pick whichever one you want, but then when you start doing this, and this comes from the health line, I want to read this. It says, well, I want to give you, uh, it actually has 15 ways to calm yourself. And when I read these 15 ways, I'm going to put a pen in this podcast. And you can Google search this through Healthline. I'll see if I can uh, add the link into, into the footnotes. Number one, it says to make time to breathe. Breathe. When your thoughts are getting overwhelmed and, and, and the number of, of the most effective techniques is say of reducing anger and anxiety is to just take deep deep breath. Just take deep breath. The second one is admit you're anxious or angry. And I do try to do that, even if I have to do it in writing. You know, I let people know if I'm excited and I'm I'm anxious about something, I want to go ahead and get this off my plate to do, or I at least want to answer. You know what I'm saying? So admit when you're anxious and ex- or either angry. It said, allow yourself to say that you're anxious or angry. And when you label how you feel, you allow yourself to express it. And the anxiety or anger you're experiencing, they say, will begin to decrease. And so that'll clear up whatever clears up your brain. Number three, it say, challenge your thoughts. Being part of anxious or angry is having irrational thoughts that don't necessarily make sense. So you want to channel your thoughts and try to compartmentalize them in a place that makes sense. You know, because sometimes with me, I often, you know, I think about the worst case scenario. I'm, I'm trying to do something now. And it's like, oh, God, well, you know, if I get stuck outside of meeting this timeline, then I have to totally resort to something. I mean, the worst case scenario is I may end up being homeless. Honestly. So I want to solidify some things before it reaches that. So that's why I say it's important to me even when I have to rely on other people to help help make moves for me that matter. And if they drop the ball, that leaves me sitting down thinking, you know, the worst case scenario. So it's, it's a so channel your thoughts. It's less likely to happen 
Or is it a rational thought? Or has it ever happened to me before? Or the worst case scenario, has it happened to somebody else? And, and, and for what I'm dealing with right now, I could say yes, all three. So I've been having to work on channeling my thoughts. And that's why on this Thinking Thursday, I want to encourage you, even from my own self-experience, how to release that anxiety or anger. Sometimes, you know, I'm going to say drink a cup of tea because that's what I got up and did this morning. But it said visualize yourself calm. Have an out-of-body experience. When you take these deep breaths, see, picture yourself sitting across from yourself and being calm. And then they, the number six, they think it through. Number seven, listen to music. Number eight, change your focus. Sometimes we need to change our focus, even our environment. We need to really, and one of the biggest things I always say about changing your focus is stop thinking about somebody else's problems. Whatever their problems, that's not for you to solve unless you have a way to solve them. If you know somebody got a money problem, go take them the money and solve it. If you know somebody that got a problem with housing, go out a car, go buy them one. But if it's something you cannot do to change that, then don't dwell in it. You need to change your focus. You need to start thinking of something else. Then it says relax the body. You know, okay, you can exercise or what have you. That's number nine. Relax your body. Number 10, write it down. I had already mentioned that. That's what I do sometimes. I write down my thoughts. I write out what I need to say to that person and then try to keep it moving. Get some fresh air. Number 11. Number 12 is fuel your body. Sometimes you may need to eat. Number 13, drop your shoulders. Mm, Never heard of that one. So it says if your body is tense, there's a good chance your posture will suffer. Sit up tall, take a deep breath, and drop your shoulders. To do this, you can focus on bringing your shoulder blades together and then down. This pulls your shoulders down. Take a few deep breaths, and then you can do this several times a day. Number 14, have a centering object. When you're anxious or angry in your thoughts, so much of your energy is being spent on irrational thoughts. When you're calm, Find a centering object, such as a small, maybe stuffed animal, a polished rock you keep in your pocket. I don't do none of that. A locket you wear around your neck. But tell yourself that you're going to touch this object when you're experiencing anxiety or frustration. And this centers you or helps calm your thoughts. For example, if you are at work and your boss is making you anxious, gently rub your necklace around your neck. I guess that's frigid. But number 15, identify pressure points to calm yourself in your thinking. I just want you all to know that on this Thinking Thursday, hopefully you will begin to incorporate and activate some things that will definitely change the way that you think. I definitely live by Philippians 4 and 8. I really try to practice that daily. Even when I know somebody have said something evil against me, done something wrong against me, procrastinated of what they haven't done, and I needed to to be to have a solid 
bulletproof answer. So you know what? I have to sit and practice those things. I have to write down things that's lovely. I have to write down things that's pure, that's honest, that's just. And then it tells me things about other people. Okay, are they honest? Were they honest? Were they just? And then sometimes that's how I get my answer to know, okay, well, maybe God, I need to move past that because maybe that's not the place for me or maybe that's not the person for me or maybe this is the thing. So you got to feel to like it say your thoughts and the ways and things that function in your mind and ask yourself what you need to think on because I'm big at thinking on, okay, if I can't change the person, which I know I can't, I can change the situation. And that's why I tell people, if it's something you don't like or you disagree with, you know you can't change the person, but you can change the you can change the outcome. You can change the situation. I had a young lady briefly that always complained about every apartment she moved to. And I said, well, you know what? You'll just find yourself keep moving because you cannot change what other people do. You can only make choices for what you like to do. And if something is not working for you, I'm a firm believer in this then you take the initiative to make the change. And that's why sometimes I can't I can't sit around and wait on other people to do things because after so long, since I'm not a big on procrastinating, I start coming up, me, I live by I live by this code of plan A, B, C. And I say if plan A don't work, go to plan B. If plan B don't work, go to plan C. By the time you get to plan C, you should see your way out. You should see a way out of no way. So just be encouraged on this Thinking Thursday. Think more positive. Think on these things. Think in such a way that your health will generate wealth for your life. And wealth is not always money. May the blessings from heaven fall, fall, fall down into your life. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Wasn't my intention to be here quite this long, but I do want you to understand the importance of thinking your thoughts that separate from your brain and make sure that you have a healthy mindset. Stop looking at somebody else's life and start processing the thoughts for your own life and your children, your immediate family, your job, your career, whatever you need to do for you. Thinking Thursday will see you through. Have good and happy thoughts today. And until the next podcast upload, bye for now.